Chapter 5 Man's Fig Leaves They sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loin coverings. Genesis 3 7. They are alone, yet they are ashamed. They are in paradise, yet they are ashamed. It is conscience that is making them blush. It not only makes cowards of them, but it also works shame and confusion of face. They are ashamed of themselves, their nakedness, and their recent doings. They cannot look one another in the face after their disobedience and recriminations against one another. They cannot look up to God now. Possibly, too, they shrink from being in view of the serpent who beguiled them. The feeling of happy innocence is gone. They must be covered. This is their feeling, the dictate of conscience. The eye must not see them, neither the eye of God nor of man. The light must not shine on them, the eye of the sun must not look on them, and the fair flowers and trees of paradise must not see their shame. They love darkness rather than light. Covering is what they seek, covering from every eye. Thus, shame and guilt are inseparable. I must be covered, is the sinner's first feeling. From the eye of God and man, even from my own, they cannot look on me, nor I on them. So far, they are right, but now they go wrong. Their mistake was twofold. First, that they could cover themselves, and second, that they could be covered with materials from vegetable nature. Let us look at these. 1. Man thinks he can cover himself. He does not know the greatness of the evil. He does not calculate on the penetration of the all-seeing eye. He sets to work and makes himself a covering, and he says this will do. He has no idea of what sin is, what the sinner needs, or what God requires. Each sinner has his own way of covering himself. He weaves his own web, whatever may be the substance of which it is composed. He wishes to be his own coverer, the maker of his own clothing. He thinks he can do it himself. He has no idea that it is utterly beyond his power. He trusts the skill of his own hands to provide the clothing that will hide his shame from the eye of God and man. He thinks it an easy thing to deal with shame, fear, conviction, and conscience. He won't believe that these can only be dealt with by God. This is the last thing that he will admit. He will try a thousand plans before accepting this. He will make and try on many kinds or sets of clothing before committing himself to what God has made. The unbelieving man's whole religious life is a series of plans and efforts for stitching clothing for himself with which to appear before God and before men, indeed, with which he hopes to appear before the judgment seat. It is with this man-made, self-made clothing, this earth-made, priest-made, or church-made religion, that he robes himself. With this he soothes his conscience, with this he quiets his fear, with this he removes the feeling of guilty shame. He can do all that is needful himself, or at the most with a little help from God. 2. Man thinks he can cover himself with leaves. He supposes that what will hide his shame from his own eye will hide it from God's eye, that even such a frail covering as the foliage of the fig tree will do. He has no thought of anything beyond this. He thinks that the fig leaf will do. What more do I need? But he is mistaken. The fig leaf will not do, broad and green as it may be. But why will it not do? First, 
because it is man's device, not God's. That which covers sin and renders the sinner fit to draw near must be of God, not of man. Only God has the right. Only God can prescribe to man how he is to draw near. What then is empty, unbiblical ritualism but a religion of fig leaves? Secondly, because it is simply for the body, not the soul. It does not relieve the conscience, satisfy the guilty spirit, or cover the whole man. It is utterly insufficient. It could not remove one fear, quiet one pang of remorse, or make the man feel tranquil in the presence of God. Thirdly, because it is composed of life, not death. That which is to cover man's sin and deliver him from a sense of shame must be something that has had the life taken out of it. The green fig leaf will not do. It is no better than Cain's sacrifice, the fruit of the ground. The only thing that can relieve the sinner from guilt and shame is atonement. The only atonement is by blood. For without shedding of blood there is no forgiveness. Hebrews 9.22 Therefore, the only sufficient covering must be one connected with atonement, one that represents death, one that tells of the payment of the righteous penalty and the removal of the righteous condemnation. The fig leaf spoke of life, not of death, of the blessing, not of the curse. It had nothing in it that told of propitiation or substitution, nothing that spoke of God's anger turned away by means of the endurance of that anger by another. The truths taught here are not a few. They are of profound importance. Man's own devices for covering sin are useless. They may be easy or difficult, cheap or costly. They are still vain. They profit nothing. The covering is narrower than a man can wrap himself in. They are all fig leaves. Man's devices all turn upon something that he himself must do, not on what God has done. Man misses the main point of importance. This was not wonderful in Adam, to whom nothing had been revealed. It is amazing in us now because God has announced that He has done everything through Christ. Man's devices assume that God is such a one as Himself. He can conceal Himself from His fellow man. Therefore, He thinks He can cover Himself so that God will not see Him. He supposes that that which conceals Him from a human eye will conceal Him from a divine eye. And man's devices all trifle with sin. Man does not fathom sin's depths of malignity in God's sight. He assumes that it will be easily forgiven and forgotten. He overlooks its evil, its hatefulness, its eternal desert of woe. What are fig leaves as a protection against the wrath of God or the flames of hell?